Welcome to my Japanese Green Tea Podcast, the Green Tea Show with a Japanese Twist. And now your host, Ricardo Caicedo. Hello everyone, welcome to today's show. Today we have Nicole Martin. She's a tea blogger from New Jersey. She's pretty famous. She blogs at Tea For Me, please. Hello, Nicole. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. Tell us about a little background about yourself. So um, I'm, as you said, I'm a tea blogger from New Jersey. Um, I'm not so sure that I'm famous, but um, I've been blogging about tea for uh, almost five years now. Um, and, uh, you know, my day job, I work in wine. Um, but, you know, outside of that, pretty much tea is my passion. So it's pretty much if I'm not at work, I'm doing something to do with tea. Oh, I, I didn't know you you were you had to something to do with wine. Uh, yeah, that's um. I work at the wine library, um, and so we do. I do like the social media, um, and stuff like that, and customer service. But, um, it's pretty interesting because wine has a lot of similarities to tea when it comes to tasting. So. Is Wine Library uh, an online store? Uh, it is. It's Well, we have a store, but we're also online, too. Um, so um, it's our, it's a little bit of both, but we do more online than the store. Okay. Why, why did you decide to start your blog with tea? Um, basically, I was, I was writing reviews for a, a website called tviews.com. Um, where they have staff reviewers that, you know, they send samples to. And I realized that all of my reviews were hosted on their website. And I was like, well, what if something happens to their website and all of my reviews get lost? Um, so I started my own site on Blogger really just as a, a log for me to have a record of my own reviews. Um, and after a while, I realized that people were, were reading them. Um, which was a, a nice surprise. You know, I wasn't necessarily expecting that to happen, um, you know, and then it just kind of took off from there because I started having companies, you know, contacting me to to review their teas, um, you know, and eventually it got to the point where I had to stop writing for tviews.com because I had too much to do for my own blog. So, so at first you, you did it for yourself. Exactly, yeah. Like some kind of journal? Yeah, basically. Do you remember a, a special first encounter with tea? Um, a special first encounter with tea. Um, let me see. Or you've always drank tea since you were little? Yeah, no, I've I've always drank tea since I was little. Um, it it was always you know bag black tea from the grocery store. Um, and then um, I had seen an ad, a magazine advertisement for flowering tea. Um, oh, I and I thought they were really cool. And so I ordered them and, you know, um, but then I was researching online and found out that, you know, there's a lot better tasting teas than that. Um, and so that was how I found tea views and kind of started exploring a lot of different teas through the samples that I got from them. Um, but I don't know if I had any one particular tea that was like, you know, like the one special tea that kind of brought me into yeah and did, did you have any friends in your same hobby or, or did, was it all by yourself um for the most part I was all by myself for a while um until I joined Twitter and then I realized that oh there's other people who like tea as much as I do <laughs> and you have a lot of followers actually yeah yeah well it's a you know it just 
I love talking about tea, and so you know, Twitter. It's really important to talk to people a lot. So I think that's that's part of it. Is you know, I just love talking to people about tea. So you know, that helps you get followers a lot. I think you you also have a guide in your blog about Twitter, right? I do. Yeah, it's another one of the passions that I have besides teas. I I love social media. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've written a couple of social media guides from the perspective of a tea lover. So, like, I, I wrote a guide to Twitter targeted towards somebody who re loves tea the way that I do. And your work at Wine Library, is that, does that have something to do with social media? Uh, yeah, part of what I do is we, we have, you know, we're very active on Twitter um, and Facebook. And so, you know, part of what I do is with that is, you know, replying to customers and, and stuff like that. So... So, so you use another account? Uh, yeah. Another we, Twitter account? We use, yeah, I, I have, um, I use Hootsuite. It makes it really easy to manage a lot of different social media accounts all at once. I'm, I'm not really that good at social media, but uh, I try my best. Oh, you're good. And, <laughs> like, sometimes I find, like, I don't have much to say. Like, oh, I'm drinking a tea today. Yeah. And I drink the same kind of teas each day, so I don't know, maybe I'm... I, I need more more practice with the social media thing. I think, yeah, it takes practice. It's a little weird at first, you know, telling people you don't know necessarily about what you're doing all the time. <laughs> and, and besides um, tea, do you have any more hobbies? Uh, yeah. Um, let me see. I'm a Girl Scout leader, um, so that takes up a lot of my time um, when I'm not at work or, or doing tea-related things. Um, I also really enjoy geocaching. It's kind of like, um, it's like a treasure hunt that you do using the GPS on your phone, um, where, you know, people will hide things and you have to go find them using clues and the GPS on your phone. Um, but it's oh, pretty fun. I didn't know it existed. So what, what do you like best about tea blogging? Um, what I like best about tea blogging is how it's connected me with other people um, is, you know, I have friends from all over the world now big thanks to my tea blog. And, you know, that's definitely not something I would have had an opportunity for without that. You know, I mean, I have, you know, I've had friends from Hawaii and had tea with them in New York. You know, um, I have Google plus conversations with people in Australia Um, you know, but it's it's tea kind of connects everyone is there's really every country in the world celebrates tea in some way. So, you know, even if we're all different, it's tea is still something that we all have in common. Yeah, yeah, it, it's happening to me, too. I'm sure um, I've met. Well, not really met, but I know of a, of a lot of people in tea. And yeah, I feel that maybe if I ever get to go to some place where there's another tea blogger or or a tea store or something, I'll pay a visit and it, it's like you break the ice easier because they already know who you are. Definitely. Most of the time you review teas, right? Yeah, most of my blog posts are, are tea reviews. I do, you know, I do some informational posts too, um, but a lot of my posts are, are tea reviews. Do you have a special um, system or a procedure for reviewing your teas? Um, 
Sort of. It it like if I'm using a gaiwan um, to make tea, usually I'll do at least three infusions um, just so I can make sure that I really experience that tea. Um, and I'll usually try to prepare it based on you know the tea com- the company where it came from. I want to follow their directions first, um, you know, to make sure that I'm preparing it the way that you know anyone who purchased the tea might. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, I, I don't really have, like, a, a set procedure. Um, you know, I, I do kind of have a set format on my blog where, you know, I just kind of fill in, you know, just little in, short information about the tea, like the country where it came from and how, you know, the temperature of my water and, and the steeping time. Okay. But are you are you using, like, I don't know, Something more advanced that, than the normal tea drinker, like some standards. Uh, because because I, don't, I don't really have, like, I've seen it in wine that people start smelling and then they say, oh, there's some notes of, I don't know, of oak and, and fruits. I'm, I'm not that to that level in tea, so I just describe, like, really basic stuff. Do you, are you like that advanced or is, um, are you? I don't. I don't know if I would consider myself advanced, but your your palate does change over time. So what you you may not taste certain things at first, but the more you drink tea and the more you experience it, the more you'll be able to taste. So like with white tea, the first time people drink it, they usually think that it just tastes like hot water. They don't taste anything. <laughs> but as they go on, you know, then they'll start to notice all the really delicate tastes that you wouldn't have noticed at first. So the the only way to to become better is to keep trying teas, different teas. Exactly, yeah. Is there any type of tea that, that you enjoy the most? Um, oolong is probably my favorite um, because even in that one type of tea, there's a such a range of taste. You can have something that's really light and floral, or you can have something that's really dark and rich and earthy, um, but they're all still oolong. So it's there's kind of something for everyone. Yeah, there's a broad range of, of oolongs. Definitely. Um, b- besides the the purities, uh, are you also a lot into blends and flavor teas? Uh, not as much, but I do enjoy flavored teas. Um, usually I like ones that aren't very heavily flavored or very sugary. Um, but like, I really love like green tea with tropical fruit in it. That's really nice in the summer. Um, you know, um, anything with chocolate in it is always really good. Uh, Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of a, a mix of both. Is I get a lot of flavored tea samples to review for my blog, so I kind of, um, you know, experience a lot of flavored teas that way. And about herbal teas, uh, you're also into that, right? I'm yeah, somewhat. I'm not as into herbal teas as I am regular tea, um, but I I do really like mint um, and and tulsi. I think those are both really tasty herbs, you know. Um, or if, like, if I'm having a stomach ache, catnip tea works really well. Um, or like chamomile when you're trying to sleep. Um, but for the most part, I usually do stick to, you know, a, a true tea, you know, from the Camellia sinensis plant. Okay. In your average day, 
what would you drink? Um, my average day, usually I'll drink, you know, a lot of different teas. So, like, I, I'll, I make tea to bring on my way to work um, of, you know, some type of tea. And then I'll make tea while I'm at work. And then I'll make tea once I get home. Um, plus, I, I tend to drink a lot of iced tea, too. Um, so usually in, in a typical day, I'll usually have like at least eight cups of tea, you know, if not more. So, you know, I'll change it up a lot. And so I'll, you know, on any given day, I might have three or four different kinds of tea. So it's not the same every day. Definitely. It's yeah. It's always very... changing. And the iced tea, you, you brew it yourself or is it bottled? Um, a little bit of both. I try to brew it as myself as much as I can. So, you know, I like to cold steep my iced tea um, because it's less work. <laughs> so you can just throw the leaves in the water and then, you know, when I get home from work, it'll be ready for me to drink. So, Do, do you have a guy one and that at, at, your, at work or, or you do uh, you brew it before you leave? Um, I have a, not a gaiwan, but like um, a lot of companies call it a perfect steeper. Uh, basically, it's like a, a cup that once the tea is done, you just put it on top of your mug and the tea will drain in, drain down into the cup. Um, so it's just, you know, just like a plastic small thing that's easy to use while I'm at work, um, you know, because I don't have all my fancy equipment there, so... Um, you know, I just try to keep it simple while I'm at work. Yeah, it's better to... Yeah. Not to make it that complicated at work. Definitely. Besides the blog, are are you doing anything else related to tea? Like, I don't know, tea tastings or um, something like that? Or is or is it just the blog? Right now, I'm, I'm not. Um, I'm, you know, definitely would be something I would consider to do in the future. I just haven't had a chance to yet. Um, you know, it's, it's tea's been an interesting thing because, you know, it's, I've never planned for it to take me where it has. Um, so it's just kind of, you know, I'm waiting to see where tea takes me next. And do you drink coffee? I don't. <laughs> um, I love, <laughs> <Me neither. laughs> I know, I love the smell of coffee, but I hate the taste of it. Me too. I, I like the smell. It, it smells really good. Yeah. But but I, I don't drink it, and I'm Colombian, so I'm a traitor to my country. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know when did I start drinking tea, but I, I remember trying green tea, and and I just found it so different and so interesting. And since then, I'm not like you that I, I try many teas, but I'm I'm trying to. But most of the time, like 90% of the time, I just drink green tea. Sometimes it's it's good to know what you like, you know, um, and especially your blog is only about green tea, so it's a great resource for people looking for things about green tea, where my blog has so many different things, sometimes it's hard to find, you know, the one thing you're looking for. Um, I'm also having a problem, well, not really a problem, um, posting once a week, well, you do it every day. I do. And and I'm getting, I'm I'm behind my my reviews because companies they don't send me one tea they send me like five, and I don't want to make I don't want to make it each week a review, so yeah, and and I have to thank you like if the listeners don't know about it, 
it, it was Nicole Martin that she kind of guided me at first with all the tea blogging and the tea reviews. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I always try to encourage and, and help new bloggers when I can. Um, but yeah, getting samples can be really hard because you get so many teas and, and you want to review them all, but you know, you can only do so many posts and you don't want to favor one company over another um, or anything like that. But it's, it's, it can be a lot of work when you get that many teas. Yeah, because last time I, I, I heard that, that you, I think you wrote about it on Google Plus, you have like a month ahead of, of your post or yes. something like that? Um, my blog is usually written about a month ahead of time. Um, especially because I post every day, I really want to make sure that I don't fall behind. So I, I tend to try to, on weekends, I'll just drink a lot of tea and write a lot of reviews. And that way I don't have to worry. Um, and also is in the summer, you know, it's very hot here and I don't, my, I can't use my tea maker while my air conditioner is turned on because um, we have old wires in my apartment building. So I'm trying to get the whole summer done so that I don't have to worry. <laughs> <laughs> so you make all the reviews on the weekends? Uh, a lot of the time I do. Sometimes I'll fit in one after work or two. Uh, but a lot of the times it's Sundays or kind of my day to just drink a lot of tea and write a lot of blog posts. <laughs> Let, let's say that, um, I don't know, some listener is, uh, is beginning in tea. What would you recommend like, to get started? Um, to get started, I would say just, you know, try a lot of different things. Because like a lot of people are afraid to try new things, but there's so many different tastes in tea. And a lot of them can surprise you where you, you wouldn't think that you would like them, but you actually really do. Um, so, you know, especially when you're first starting out, it's important to not limit yourself. Um And also, to you don't have to get caught, caught up in oh, buying all this fancy equipment and, you know, um, making a big investment, um, you know, to start making tea the right way. So, you know, it's it can be intimidating at first, but you don't necessarily have to make it as complicated as, as it might appear to be. So you, you think that people should start with the tea bags? Um, definitely not tea bags. Um, there's, there's such a difference in the taste and quality when you do loose leaf over bag tea. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's really important, I think, to not limit your tea leaves to a tea bag because you're not going to get the full flavor. Yeah. I, I rarely use tea bags, but, but sometimes I think that people should start somewhere. Maybe they'll appreciate the the loose leaf after they try the tea bag. Definitely. And and there's a lot of different kinds of tea bags too because you have yeah. ones that have very low quality tea and then you have ones that are almost loose leaf tea in a tea bag. So, that's a good place to start if you really want to just start exploring tea, um, you know, before making a jump to loose leaf. Um Yeah, no, just there's a lot of companies that do make really good quality tea bags. So, um, you know, and those are great for when you're traveling, too, and you can't always make loose leaf tea. Yeah, I, I think the, the this, I don't know how to call it, the pyramid, pyramid tea bags? Yeah. They're okay. They, they leave enough space for for the leaves to, to uncurl and all that. Definitely. Pyramid bags do leave a lot more room. 
And do you have like any future projects relating to tea? Uh, future projects relating to tea. Um, I don't know. I always have a lot of things in the works. Um, you know, it just kind of depends on how things pan out. Um, I'm working on writing a guide for tea bloggers um, because, you know, I always have blog new bloggers that ask me for advice. And so I'm kind of trying to just write a, a quick little guide that might help them when they first get started. Um, uh, interesting. Yeah. And for someone who, who wants to start a tea blog, uh, wh why would you recommend that they do so? Um, I think it's it's a really good idea to start a tea blog because it's the best way for you to connect with other tea lovers. Um, you know, is like where I live, there's not really anywhere that even sells loose leaf tea. Um, and I don't really know any people near me who drink it. Um, or that interested in it. And so, you know, if it weren't for my tea blog, I never would have been able to explore tea the way that I have, because otherwise it would have just been me drinking tea by myself, where, <laughs> you know, thanks to my blog and the internet, I get to drink tea with the whole world. No, no, you're part of a community. Exactly, yeah. The the community is, is really important. Um, and I think it's one of the, the best benefits of having a tea blog. Yeah, I also found out that having a blog in general, it gives you some skills, even if you end up doing another blog after that. Like, you learn about social media, yeah, about blogging, about, I don't know, writing a newsletter. Definitely. All, all that stuff, it really helps. It, it really does, you know. I mean, when I interviewed for my job at, that I have now, a big part of that was the skills that I gained because of my blog, like you said, like social media and writing and, you know, um, learning how to use things like Hootsuite and MailChimp and stuff like that. So, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of skills you can learn by blogging. And what, what was your job before? Before, uh, the before wine? this, I was a manager of a pet boutique. Um, so it was basically like a fancy pet store that didn't sell animals, but we sold like dresses for dogs and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was fashion. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I mean, we sold food and, and necessities too, but a lot of it was, you know, um, fashion. It was in New York, so it was a little bit more, uh, you know, fashionable and different elsewhere. I saw an, an article last week about... There's this company that it sells herbal teas for dogs. Yeah, there's a couple of companies that do that. <laughs> I can't imagine most dogs I know drinking tea, but <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Could you name a few of your favorite teas? Uh, sure. Um, Dan Kong Oolong is probably my most favorite. Um, it has a really rich, earthy, but also fruity taste. Um, and probably Silver Needle White Tea is my second favorite. Um, mm. That has a really delicate taste, but it's it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, it's probably one, one of the most delicate. Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely, you know, when I first started drinking tea, I didn't necessarily appreciate it the way that I do now. Um You know, but I think that's the charm of it is that you, it's almost a tea that you have to work for. Yeah, uh, between the Japanese ones 
which one do you like? Um, I tend to like Chinese teas a little bit better. Um, it it kind of depends on how I'm making them. I do really like Japanese tea, um, but it I almost have to be in the mood for them because <laughs> they have a, a grassier taste. So, you know, I'll actually drink them more in the summer because they have a lower steeping temperature. So I don't yeah. have to drink, you know, piping hot tea when it's very hot outside. Do, do you like matcha? I love matcha, yeah. Do you drink it, the I don't know, just like that? Or, um, yeah. or, or like a matcha latte? Or... I'll make it at home, like the traditional style. Um, but I'll also, I, I'm very guilty of getting a lot of green tea lattes from Starbucks. Um, where they, you know, mix matcha with milk. Um, and, and, you know, basically make a latte with it. Yeah, I like it too. Whenever I, it's not available in Colombia, but when I visit the U.S., I, I always drink a matcha latte from Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, they're very good. When, when, you, when you start reviewing a tea, let's say I'm going to start a review, right? And if I happen to look online, I'm already biased. So do you look at other reviews or... I, just... I usually won't. Um, it's like you said, I don't want to have what other people said about a tea affect how I, my impression of it. So I'll usually drink the tea and write down my own notes. Um, and then, you know, I might afterwards look at, say, a blogger that I really trust and see if, you know, their thoughts were similar. If you agree? Yeah, yeah. But I'll usually, I'll write down my own thoughts first just to make sure that, you know, they're actually what I thought and not what somebody put in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I think, well, since I, I'm not that really into all these tastes and smells, but, but sometimes on the website of the, of the maker, they, they're telling you all these kind of things and then, I don't know. Sometimes I think I think that it, it doesn't. It's not the reality. That's very true. Um, there's definitely a lot of teas where you know they they write these big flowery descriptions using all these words, you know that, and then when you drink the tea, you're like, why doesn't it taste like that? Um, and then some people maybe they, they think, oh, I guess I, I don't have any taste because I, I can't feel it. Exactly. And it's hard because sometimes that might encourage somebody who's just getting started. Uh, it might make them, you know, think that they shouldn't drink tea. So do you have so many samples that, that you don't buy tea anymore? Um, I very rarely buy tea because I do have so many samples that I have to review. Um, when I do, I'll usually buy like a sample size. If it's something I really mm -hmm. want to try, just so that I don't have a lot of tea, um, so that it doesn't go to waste. Um, but I do some. T if I go into a tea store, sometimes I I'll s still give in and I can't resist. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it happens to me, and, and I imagine it must happen at a greater degree to you. It, it's so easy to start buying and start accumulating, and then you know that you're not gonna finish them all. And sometimes some will go stale. Absolutely. Um, that happened to me uh, not so long ago. I found a sample of a tea that I thought I had finished, but it was on the bottom of my, my box of teas. And 
I was so sad because it it had lost so much of its flavor, and it was such a good tea. But I had saved it for so long that it wasn't wasn't any good anymore. <laughs> um, how big is your box? Um, not very big. Um, the one that's just you know my personal stash is just a tiny little box, um, and I have a slightly bigger one for samples. Um, you know that I kind of just dump them all in there. So they're not all over the house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a teacup collection or, or? Yeah, I yeah. do. I, I probably have too many. <laughs> like teapots. Yeah, no, I have a lot of teapots and teacups. Um, I have a I have a bookshelf, and three of the shelves are all you know teapots and teacups. <laughs> do you also collect? books about tea? I definitely do. Um, I have a whole shelf of books on tea, too. <laughs> I only have, like, two teapots, but uh, I really have a lot of cups. Well, not that many, but it, it looks a lot to me because I live in a small apartment. Yeah. Yeah, space can make it hard. I think if I had more space, I would definitely have a lot more than I do. So sometimes small, pace, small space is good. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think there's anyone that has an excess of space. You just fill it up. Exactly. <laughs> so it's a never-ending quest for buying more, more tea-related items. Yeah. And what what do you think of um, the the future of tea in the U.S.? Uh, yeah, the future of tea in the U.S. is really exciting. Um, you know, it's up until now, tea is, has not really been on the radar. It's just been kind of something. You know, we drink iced tea when we go to a restaurant or we grab a bottle of iced tea from the store, but you know, it's tea is becoming more, much more than that. And it's really exciting to see, um, is I live close to New York city and, you know, we have so many new stores that are opening up and there are stores that are specializing in, you know, really good quality loose leaf tea. Um, so it's really exciting because it's, you know, nobody really knows where it's going to go, but, you know, it definitely seems like tea is is growing and getting a lot bigger. And based on your, on the number of visits to your blog, are you seeing like a trend? Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely, you know, compared to when I first started, I definitely feel like there's more people looking for information about tea online um, and more people you know, Googling it where, you know, when I first started, some of my visitors were people who weren't necessarily interested in tea. They just kind of accidentally found my site <laughs> where now a lot of the people who, who, you know, find, find my site are people that are specifically looking for a certain tea that I reviewed. You said you've been blogging for five years. Yeah. My blog turns five in October. How many teas have you reviewed? Um, I haven't actually counted how many I've done in total. Um, last year I reviewed 161 teas. Um, wow. and I was post last year, I was posting every other day. Um, this year, because I'm posting every day, um, I'm actually already up to 105 teas. So it's a lot of tea. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you never repeat. Um, or I, you... I accidentally repeated one tea um, about <laughs> about two years after I, I reviewed it for the first time. I realized that I reviewed it for a second time. Um, but yeah, there's actually that many different teas out there. 
which is pretty crazy to think about. And you do it all about teas in the that are sold in the U.S. Uh, yeah, for the most part, um, I occasionally I've gotten you know um, I do have some country some companies in the U.K. and Canada. Um, that have sent me samples where they wanted to hear my thoughts, but they're not necessarily able to ship to the U.S. yet. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, yeah, most of the teas are, are available for sale in the U.S. All of the companies still there? Um, for the most part, there's a, a few that haven't um, that are that, you know that aren't around anymore. Um, but the, I would say the amount that aren't around anymore is pretty small. And, and the amount that you still have to review, it's still a, a lot of tea. Yeah. There's always new teas appearing. There is always new teas appearing. Um, you know, sometimes I won't get samples for a couple of weeks, and then I'll have a week where I get more samples that I know what to do with. So, you know, it kind of evens out in that way. I don't know. When I started, I, I had this fear. I don't know if it's fear or not. Well, I worried about, well, what, what if I ran out of things to say? Yeah. Well, like it, 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 did it happen to you? It did. When I first started writing my blog, I was afraid of that. And, you know, I even had a couple of months where I didn't have posts because I, I didn't have anything to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think, you know, eventually you get into a rhythm of, of a, you know, of how you're, you're writing your posts and, and coming up with ideas. Um, you know, I'm always writing down ideas for blog posts so that, I don't run out of things to post about, um, yeah. but I think as the the more you go on, the more you learn and and the more your passion grows. So you'll have more things to write about because of that. You also review tea tea shops and tea tea cafes. How I, do you call those? I do. Yeah, I I love you know going and finding new places to have tea. Um, so, you know, I, I really like to visit new places when I find them and, and write about them on the blog. Um, you know, it's, there's, it's, it's interesting because there's so many different places that, you know, do tea so many different ways. So, you know, you can have a place that's really traditional or you can have a place that's really new and fun and modern. So it's really fun to explore all of that. Do you regularly read other tea blogs? I do, yeah. I, I regularly read a lot of tea blogs. Um, you know, it's partly because a lot of them are my friends and partly because, you know, it's I'm always learning and, and, you know, trying to find out more about tea. So, you know, reading other blogs is really how I get a lot of the information that I learn about tea. Um So I use um, Blogloven, it's called. Um, and so, like, they have an app on my phone where I can read blogs when I'm on my way home from work. So that makes it easier. I've seen that, that link in my analytics. Yeah. I, I always wonder what it was. Is it something that, like, an RSS feed? Like, does it tell you when there's a new post? Exactly, yeah. It's, it's, um, it's, it's a lot like Google Reader. Um, and a lot of people have started using it because Google Reader is shutting down soon. So they're they're kind of making the jump to that service. Okay. So you always stay on, on top of your industry. Exactly, yeah. Besides this blog, are you currently writing for another blog? Um, I'm not 
right now. Um, I'm actually, I was talking with a, key, a tea company just today about possibly writing some blog posts for them. Um, but I've definitely written blog posts for, you know, other other bloggers and other tea companies, um, you know, as, as just like when you wrote a guest post for my blog, um, you know, it's just a great way to connect and, and help kind of spread, spread the word about each other's blogs. It's far easier to, to gain more audience by cooperating than by fighting against some other blog. Absolutely. <laughs> you said there were some similarities between wine and tea. Yeah, um, a lot of the the tastes that you might notice are similar. Um, you know, I if you read a wine review, it kind of sounds a lot like what you might say in a tea review that you know you can say that you taste these you know floral notes and and earthy notes. Um, you know, um, they both have tannins, so they they kind of do similar things to your taste buds when you drink them. Um, you know, just tea doesn't have alcohol, so you can drink more of it. <laughs> um, but, but you really like wine. You're a wine enthusiast too. Um, a little bit. I'm not as much as my coworkers might be, but I'm definitely, I'm learning a lot about it. Um, and it's been really interesting, you know, to, to learn more. Um, so much more to wine than I thought there was before I started working at the wine library. Mm, I, I drink white wine. It is yeah, kind of normally, favorite. normally I'm a white wine person too. Um, I, I I very rarely like red wine. I find their their the tannins. I don't like them um, as much. Have you tried the tea beer? I have not. <laughs> I haven't either. Yeah, I've definitely. But, but I've read about it, and it sounds fun. It does sound fun. Um, I actually did have beer that had tea infused in it. Um, so they put Earl Grey in a glass of beer and steeped it for a little bit. Um, that was pretty interesting. A little ago, you you wrote about uh, teapop. Is that how you say it? Yeah, teapop. It's um, basically David's Tea is selling. They, they make any of their teas as tea soda. So they'll put it with um, carbonated water and some agave to sweeten it, and it kind of is like a soda made out of tea. But is it brewed beforehand, or uh, is it brewed in the soda? Yeah, it's brewed beforehand. They'll make the tea concentrated, uh, and then add it to the soda water. I should try it sometime. Yeah, it was actually pretty good, really refreshing, um, you know, on a hot day. I've never been there, but people talk ab about it, the David's Tea. Is it one of the... Loose leaf, I don't know, bigger chains in the U.S.? It is, yeah. That's, they've got stores, you know, here in New York um, and Chicago and, and in California. Um, you know, they're a Canadian company, but they're, they're definitely opening a lot of stores in the U.S. now. Oh, I didn't know they, they were Canadian. And what, what do you think about uh, Tivana? Do you, do you like their teas? Um, I usually don't like their teas very much because um, they're a little too flavored for my taste. Um, but they're a good gateway, you know, for people to first start exploring tea since they're, you know, a lot of times they're located in malls, so they're easy to find. Yeah, uh, well, <clears throat> I think that was one of the first stores I visited in the U.S. because it's so easy to find. Yeah. I, I tried their Gyokuro Genmaicha and, and I liked it. 
and I also bought matcha from them, and, and it was nice. Yes, yeah, but, but I haven't tried the flavored teas. Some of their own flavored teas are pretty good, um, but you know they they also their store samples are usually sweetened a lot with with rock sugar, um, which I don't like that much. So, so you you prefer the teas straight without sugar? Definitely. You also drink black teas without sugar? Yeah, yeah. Usually, usually I do. It's 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 an acquired taste, but I. It's almost now if I drink tea with sugar, it's too sweet for me. And you don't add milk. No, yeah. unless it's chai. Chai will add milk to it. But do you eat something with with your tea, or is just you concentrate on the tea? I usually just concentrate on the tea. If I go to like a a tea house that serves food, I might have food with my tea, but otherwise, it's usually separate for me. Mm, okay. Um, you're also doing a, a podcast, right? Uh, it's a video podcast. Yeah, I've just started, um, you know, doing some videos of interviews with, you know, tea people that I found interesting. Um, you know, the most recent one was with uh, Just Tea. And I thought they were a really interesting company that was helping, you know, tea farmers in Kenya. Yeah, I saw that one. It was interesting. Yeah, thank you. I, I've never heard of the... How do you say it? the the indie Google? Yeah, it looks pretty pretty amazing that people can make make things happen for something they believe in. Exactly. Yeah, it is. It's there's been actually a lot of tea companies started that way lately. Yeah, like like which ones? Um, I I know I had donated to one that was on Kickstarter called Tea for Tyrants. They do is they pair tea with music, and so you get a music download when you buy the tea. Yeah, no, like I had a, they sent me a Gyokuru and they, they paired it with, you know, like a, a song that was, you know, very relaxed. <laughs> Have you ever thought about making your own, your own tea store, tea, online tea store or something like that? Um, I've definitely thought about it. Um, you know, maybe if I had the resources to, I might want to. Um, but it's hard too because, you know, I have, I explore so many different companies and different kinds of tea with my blog that I, I almost don't want to give that part up, you know? Yeah, you, you would be biased. Yeah, exactly. And you also realize that, that there's so many companies competing. Yeah, there's there. there's a lot of competition out there where it would be very hard to stand out, you know, and, and be something unique that people would want to buy. And besides the the guide that you said you're 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 writing, have you written anything like I don't know, like maybe an ebook or something regarding tea? Um, I haven't written an ebook. Um, I've thought about it, but I don't know. It's almost like I have a fear that I don't know enough to write a book. Um, but no, but you you know more than a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I would hope so, but um, you know, it may be something that I'll do in the future. You're active on other forums, on other tea forums. Which one are your favorites? Um, probably Steepster, um, and Tea Trade are probably my, you know, the ones I frequent the most. Um, Google Plus is also, you know, definitely a big place for me for for interacting with other tea, tea lovers. 
besides the the tea bloggers group on on google plus which one are you active in um there's a lot of different uh tea communities on google plus um i don't know there's there's actually so many of them um i know some of them are hard because the posts aren't always you know as as interesting as you might want them to be Um, there's a lot of spam yeah there is but sometimes you can get some good conversations going besides tea and wine do you drink anything else um let me see i mean i drink a lot of water (laughs) water yeah um i don't know that's probably about it for the most part it's it's just an awful lot of tea um and a little bit of water (laughs) do you cook Uh, something yeah i love to bake so um you know i'm always making cookies and and different goodies for for people especially around birthdays i'm I'm always the one making cookies for people's birthdays (laughs) and you and you have them with tea yeah yeah cookies go great with tea (laughs) okay nicole so i think time's almost up okay thank you very much for for writing uh your blog you were an inspiration for me and thank you for helping me out Um, and I, I wish you the best of luck with any future projects that you have. We'll be we'll be in touch. Okay, great. Thank you for having me. Okay, thank okay. you. Okay, bye-bye. That's it for today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did. Remember, you can see the show notes if you head over to www.myjapanesegreentea.com slash episode 7. Take care, and don't forget to sign up for my newsletter. Um, there you'll be notified of new podcast episodes and posting my blog thanks for listening to my Japanese green tea podcast at www.myjapanesegreentea.com